The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. No badge. Uh, Jason for him. Scott Sattler in the Sports Day studio. Hello, Sats. How are you, Jason? And also listeners as well. You know what? I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. And not many Australians are by the looks of the attendances or lack of at the cricket games. Uh, Australian cricket games. I'm really excited about the the second test about against the West Indies. I was really, I was really surprised the fight they put up in that last day. But also, I like the. I'm a test mat, test match man. Yeah, I was, and I like the fact we can get home and have have a couple like of beers a day and, and watch it. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. it. So I'm really excited. And there's a big out, of course. Yeah, we'll get to that real yep. soon. Uh, I know we talked about getting Alex Brosk on last night, but we ended up bumping him at the last minute for Andrew Webster, the the Warriors coach. And I'm glad we did. That was a great chat, Sats, that you arranged with him. Can I say uh, it's interesting talking to coaches that are in their first head coaching role because they're not tainted. Yeah, they're still a little bit raw and and happy, like happy little puppy dog in the with a new toy. And then you t- you'll talk to Andrew Webster in about four or five years' time. He'll be that stressed out. He would, well, he won't he, take he would have aged 15 years. Yeah, so uh, no, he's a good guy, Andrew he, Webster. He, so it's going to be interesting to see how he goes with that uh, with that Warriors side. So some really good signings. He sounded like Justin Titsy Holbrook from the top. He does. He does sound a lot like him, yeah. See, that's that new coach, mm. that age and that rawness. Yeah, you're right. Hey, uh, the Dolphins of Noah Fixed Address finally have one. It's KO Stadium. Yeah. So that's the old hmm. Dolphin Stadium. Well, the old Morton Daily, Daily, yeah. Which is the local newspaper. Yes. So now it's uh, it's KO Stadium. Good commercial deal there. Yeah. A-O, K-O. That's what they'll be yelling at the kids. So they're not playing all their home games there. They're only playing a handful of home games there. The rest of them at Suncorp. Yeah. Um, as we said, uh, that's oh, that's ridiculous is coming up. Uh, if you've got one for us, send it to through to us, 0457 736 736. Pat Cummins, uh, is that big out from the Australian test team? Expected, wasn't it? Yeah, with that uh, quad strain. Uh, he will be replaced by Boland, which is good. He did nothing wrong. It's, what did he take? Six for eight? Yeah, in his test debut. <laughs> he took six for eight. So that is good news. Boland in the team. For Paddy Cummins, and I can confirm Steve Smith will be the skipper. I don't know who the vice is, though. But good to see Smithy Dave back Warner. in charge. <laughs> well, I'd like to see it. Yeah, it I would like to see that. Yeah. That's probably a Travis Head or or maybe even um, – who, who Isn't was it the, funny, in years gone by with uh, those great golden eras of Hazelwood cricket, is the other guy. Great, great, yeah, I think it will be Hazelwood, but yeah. the great golden years of, of cricket – if Alan Border was out or Mark Taylor or Ricky Ponting, there could have been three or four that would have stepped yeah. up straight away. Warren and um, so. Gilchrist. Yeah, it's, but we're at this stage now where you're thinking not who could it be because there's too many to choose from. Who is there because we don't really know whether anyone's fit for the role. I'd like to see Labuschagne captain again, but he will. if he's batting, he'll never come out. He'll never retire. Mm-hmm. And he'll take the new pill. He loves a bowl, Labuschagne. He's actually not a bad bowler. Oh, he'll yeah, he'll luckily get a wicket every now and then. <laughs> anyway, that's all happening. Australia, go to iCanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown Barbie this summer. Alrighty, uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, Sports Day Queensland. This is Sports Day for the seven seat Kia Sorento Large SUV. Back in a May. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, for expert car service, uh, book into your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Sports Day with Sats and JC tonight. As we mentioned off the top of the show, the Dolphins will call KO Stadium home when they enter the, uh, the competition next year. The league's 17th club showed off at Stadium in Redcliffe as part of a big announcement today. So some games played there and some played at Suncorp Stadium, Sats. And from all reports, maybe one or two on the Sunshine Coast as well. So they're trying to drag not only the fans around that Moreton Bay region to Suncorp Stadium. I doubt very much that the fans from that region will travel to Suncorp, especially by public transport. It's just it's, it's too, too hard. Out, right? There's nowhere to park in there. So uh, playing a, f- a couple of games at, at KO Stadium now, which is a really nice boutique stadium, I've got to say, that's you know, t- hosted some of the uh, Queensland Cup finals, their grand finals. There. NRLW really, yeah, and A-League. Really yeah, it's a really good stadium. So It's about 12,000. Yeah, yeah, great atmosphere. And Sunshine Coast Stadium, we know that South and the Warriors play up there every year. Very good stadium. The women's state of origin Crap has been played there. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's not a bad it's not a bad model for the for the Dolphins. Um, it's a little bit like the Sydney model. You know, West Tigers have got they've got Campbelltown, the, Campbelltown, Leichhardt, and also Sydney. Uh, sorry, the Bank um, West. Um, Bank West. Oh, sorry, no, no Combank Stadium Combank used to Stadium. be called Bank West. I still call it the Telstra Dome, but um, <laughs> right. yeah. So it's it's really hard to not have. Oh, no, place. no, you mean a core stadium. A core, a core stadium. Yeah, that's where they play. Yeah. yeah. We're getting there. Um, yeah, it's difficult as a fan if you don't have one base. You know, there's, yeah. a, there's a really good saying about the flag and the fortress. You know, the, the flag is where you pitch your flag and all the supporters turn up like a leagues club, whatever it may be, somewhere you can celebrate your wins and commiserate your losses. And there's the fortress where you play your games, it's where the Warriors go and where your opposition comes to play as well. When you've got three of those, it's really difficult to have an identity. So Yeah, hey, um, on their crosstown rivals, uh, the Broncos, yes. Kevin Walters has got a bit of a decision to make around the hooking role yeah. for 2023, including his son. Now, I don't think this is, I don't think this is um, as difficult as what many are saying, many, many are making out. Now, I know internally they have to, they have to play that the uh, – Billy Walters and Corey Pakes and his young Blake Moser, who's 19 years of age. Yep. Uh, they've had him contracted since he was about 16 from Kira Park. Um, they, I think they've got to make it as challenging as possible. But I've got to say, I've seen a lot of this Blake Moser over the last three years. Good. This kid is special. He is a special you said this player. this about Ezra Mam as well, and that yeah. came true. Yeah, he's a special player. There's not a lot of really quality, good quality hookers coming through at a at particular ages. And, um, yeah, he's a quality kid. He, I've got to say, I, I liken him to Danny Badiris, the way that he plays. He's got this real craftiness about him. He's he's quick out of dummy half when he needs to be. He's just got a, a really mature head on his shoulders. This kid is special, and he'll play a majority of the season in the NRL Broncos NRL team, and he could be the reason why they improve greatly at the back end of the year. And why invest three years in this young bloke and if just to not let him play? To, you you yeah, know well, what I mean? What well, the waste. question is, is he is he is he big enough? Um, is he experienced enough? Well, you're not experienced enough until you you play. You play against men, which he has done in the set with for South Magpies in the Host Plus Cup, the Queensland Cup, uh, and he, they, they train full time now. They're training with men every day. Yeah. So they're used to the contact. They're used to the physicality now. He's got to get used to the speed of the game, which this kid will do it in spades. Okay. 
Rightio, um, that's our footy update. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. This is a sports day for the seven-seat Kia Sereno large SUV. Uh, Alex Brosk uh, wraps up the Socceroos campaign at the FIFA World Cup next on Sports Day. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Fast Molina, good turn of foot there from Matthias Bates. Looks up, gets a cross in. Clearance not... Uh, oh, it's like deflection, oh, and it's a goal for yes. Australia. Craig Goodwin has scored from a long way out. Heavy deflection, completely wrong-footed. Emiliano Martinez... Enzo Fernandez, the midfielder, is the culprit. And Australia have a goal in this round of 16 clash. Yeah, we're down 2-1 at that stage. And was it possible? We were going to get back and equalise. In fact, it went down to the last 30 seconds. The man who's part of SEN's uh, global game host, he's also a former Socceroo, as part of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup, is joining us. Alex Brosk, how are you, Broski? I'm um, very good, very good. Uh, still hurting from this morning. Um, the boys were incredible once again and, and did us uh, all extremely proud. But obviously losing uh, in the way we did, seeing Argentina scrambling to try and, you know, waste time and do whatever they could to, uh, to get over the line. I mean, it's, it's, it's great to see an Australian side being able to do that. How, how was the support by, by Australians all around Australia? I've never seen anything like it in public spaces all around the joint. It's just beautiful to see, and it's so good when Australia can unite for the one cause. Look, it is, and I think what these players probably don't realise is, is exactly how big that moment was. You know, I mean, we saw it, you know, back in 2006 with that incredible generation of players, and, and they got out of the group and faced Italy. But I don't think even what we, you know, the, the scenes that we saw this morning, I, I don't think we even saw them back then. It was incredible. Every city was, was packed wherever there was a TV, people in front of it. And it was so good to see. I mean, I saw the scenes and just thought, imagine, you know, replicating, and I know it's hard, but replicating that every week and having stands full in the A-League, you know, and how good that would be. And I think, I think they, they, look, there'll definitely be a buzz heading back into the A-League starting this weekend, which we should benefit from that. But, Look, I think what the players have done for um, in, in the whole country, just seeing you know how they united everybody, um, they should be incredibly proud. I mean, I know it's difficult for them to see it all being over there, but once they come home, um, oh, look, we're lucky as well. We've got so many of them playing in the A League. I think everybody needs to get out there, show your appreciation. These guys are heroes. I mean, what what they did in incredibly difficult circumstances against some of the best players on the planet uh, to stand up to them, to fight against them, to show the Aussie way against them, which we were hoping to see. We saw it. Um, you know, these guys, when they come home, de- deserve to be to be honoured by people going out to see them every week. Absolutely. And, w- you know, we did have the Argentinians. They were nervous, weren't they, towards the end of that, that game. But to focus on a, a, a negative, unfortunately, but Matty Ryan's mistake, Alex, unfortunate way to finish a tournament for a man that was just, he was sensational through the entire tournament, wasn't he? Ah, he was, and and he'll be he'll be hurting from that, no doubt. Anybody, you know, in in that situation would. But um, look, I'm sure the players would have gotten around him, and uh, he's been such an incredible player for us over the years. And I know there was a lot of um, you know chat about Mitch Langrack having come in, but I think he proved a lot of people wrong. You know that he deserved to be there. He's our skipper. We should have backed him from the beginning, and it was just an unfortunate mistake. You know, it's not the first one we've seen in this World Cup. Won't be the last one. You know, so it's uh, it's a it's a harsh way to go out, 
But in saying that, like I said, you know, we, we got one back. We got a, a lucky goal back. Um, and we had the Argentina coach throwing the ball on the field, trying to waste time. We had their players diving all over the place. Uh, things you don't typically see when Australia and Argentina play against each other. So, again, it was, it was great to see. And what I love about World Cups, doesn't matter what code, uh, Alex, is, is about the opportunity that it, it gives the exposure to some players that, that those around the world may not have, have heard of or seen before because reading after the tournament that Grand Quell, the young 18-year-old, has, has signed a contract with Newcastle and could head over there very, very soon. So the great exposure this Australian side has, has given its players, the World Cup, and the tenacity they've shown has, comes up with great results like that for young Quell. Oh, look, and he's not the only one, you know. There's a few players that uh, have recently gone overseas, a few younger players. Cammy Devlin's another one. Joel King's another one who's overseas. So we've got a lot of young players that have gone over. Um, and I actually, look, I, I honestly didn't expect much from this World Cup. I didn't think we'd get out of the group. I thought they'd be a good learning experience for them. The kids, while they're now, have made that move to Europe. You know, now in the next couple of years is a big opportunity for them to get into those big leagues. Um, and in four years' time, I thought we'd be a lot better... Uh, better for it, but I mean, they surprised everybody. They were incredible. The fight, the hunger. I mean, Arnie spoke about that Aussie spirit that that we were going to show, and to be honest, we hadn't seen it throughout the whole of qualifying. So I, I doubt it was there. Mm. How do we capitalize for each other? It, it was incredible. How do we capitalize now with the A League? We've got these stars that are coming back to Australia. We start playing again this weekend. How how do we get fans to the games? How do we get people watching it on television? What, what what does Soccer Australia need to do now with the A League to promote these players? Or what what would you do, Alex? This is your opportunity. We're at fever pitch about football in this country. What do you do now if you're the A League? Well, you said it there, right? You you promote the players. The guy, I think there's seven or eight players that are in the A League that were part of that squad. Get them, get them out there, you know, get them as much as exposure as we can. Like I said, get people knowing that they're playing on the weekend, be it in Adelaide where Craig Goodwin, who scored against Argentina, is going to be playing. You know, get people going out there to, to see him, to watch him play. You know, this guy is a guy who scored against Argentina, and we can watch him in Adelaide every every week. Grant Qual, he's not going to Newcastle till January, you know. Fans at the Mariners need to go out and see him every week until that happens. So... That's how I think they capitalise on it. You know, market the guys that were there and, and, you know, make them the heroes that they are. Yeah, well sold. Well sold. I, I'm definitely going to be watching a lot more A-League after it. I've uh, got it in my blood now for the next uh, next few weeks. Uh, Graham Arnold contract situation. <laughs> I, I need to I need to, um, to say, Alex, I'm a huge fan of, of, um, of Graham Arnold and his contract situation. Does it make sense that they've waited to see how the World Cup campaign played out? Look, I think it's just the way it goes. If we'd gone there and, and been, you know, humiliated and it had gone how it did, say, for Qatar, um, then, yes, there's no point him having re-signed or, you know, because things can change quickly. I think it doesn't matter whether he'd signed, not signed. It all depends on results. I think the fact that there were a lot of people calling for his head, like, like you said there, I'm a big fan because I've been coached by Arnie. I've got a good relationship with him. Um, and I, I think he was... Definitely the right man for the job. Did I expect what happened? Absolutely not. I think he's gone far and beyond that. But I, I, look, I'd love to see him stay. I think uh, having spoken to him over a few years, I know how stressful it's been on him. But look, I, I would love to see him stay at least to the Asian Cup next year and, and uh, keep guiding these young boys. Alex, he seems a bit old school. Is that his coaching style? <laughs> 
He is, but he's he's super intelligent. You know, he knows the mind of a player. He knows um, how things have evolved from when he was young. Things aren't the same. You know, when he was a player to what players think, how they act now. So he's very adaptable. He knows, um, like I said, the, the inside out of how a player thinks. And he's very, very switched on with that. He knows how to get a good group. You know, he won't bring anybody in that might uh, disrupt a good group. Um, and that's what's so good about him. Based on the performances so far now, now we're down to the well, final six, uh, 16, but some have moved through to the uh, the quarterfinal stage. Based on performances, who raises the World Cup trophy in Alex Brock's mind? Oh, look, I, I, I'll, I'll have a much clearer picture after Brazil play without Neymar if he's, if he's not yet fit. I think Brazil with Neymar fit, uh, they lift the trophy. I thought Argentina, but... You know, getting out of the group, they weren't impressive against us. They weren't impressive um, because we didn't allow them to be. So I feel like, uh, you know, stronger opposition potentially will, will run over the top of them. Um, look, so I think if, if Neymar's fit, Brazil wins it. If not, I'm going to say France. I'm going for Japan. That's who I'm on. <laughs> you know, so I've just put okay. the I'll, I've just put the kiss of death on them. They'll lose uh, early to, tomorrow morning. Um, look, it's been a fascinating World Cup. We've we've all gotten up early. I mean, like you, I don't know how you're doing it every single day. Do you know what day it is? Do you know what time it is? <laughs> well, uh, uh, no, no. You know what? I've um, I've got the flu as well, and, I, and uh. my wife said, you know, the last time you you were sick was eight years ago when the last when the World Cup was on. So I think this. Is, all this wake, oh, we've lost it. It just does something to the body, uh, but it's great. I love it. So, so. We enjoy it, mate. We'll look forward to the global game on SCN. You can listen to that uh, via your local station or get it via the SCN app. Uh, Alex Brosk, thanks for your time, mate. Get well. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to a time to get into some World Cup results and uh, Morocco knock out Spain at the FIFA is World Cup. Is this massive, Jack? Oh, yeah. Is it massive? Big, 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 big. Even big. I know this is big. What are you doing, Jack, to the microphone? You've got to turn oh. that. Oh, Jack. Such an amateur. This, oh. When did I get the call to come in? I'm, I'm, let's not get into it. Oh, yeah. please, come on. Big, Jack. big win. Big win for Morocco. Uh, they held them out for a long time. Uh, Spain, you know, playing well, but Morocco just... Um, so nil all after full time, like regular time? An extra time, yeah. So um, I read a story today about Spain. Apparently they kicked a 1,000 penalty goals in preparation for the World Cup. And they missed all three. Because they didn't want to be caught in a situation where they're uncomfortable. Can I just say how excited the crowd were? Can't get a beer and they endured a nil or draw for 128 to 120 <laughs> minutes. Plus extra time, they were just beside themselves. Yeah, and the uh, the Moroccan player Hakimi scored uh, the penalty, did a bit of a celebration, right. uh, which was a bit of a dig because Spain left out Sergio Ramos, didn't take him on the World Cup. Right, Sergio Ramos is a defender. He's a gun yes. that plays at Paris Saint Germain yep. uh, alongside Hakimi. Yes. So Hakimi does this celebration that him and Sergio Ramos does, basically going should have bought him. Okay, mm. Portugal. By the way, I've got an idea for a World Cup too. Yep. Portugal thumped Switzerland six now six nil. Ronaldo benched, came on as a sub. Uh, are his days over now? Is he is he gone too far? Like has he gone? Is he played on too long? Looks like he's about to sign for a club in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia yeah. saying something like ridiculous amount of money. I don't know. I feel conflicted because in one way I hate Ronaldo so much. 
No, you can't say well, that. Well, because he's petty? Is it because he's petty or? Uh, just everything about him, I, I haven't, I don't want to. He's pretty to. perfect, though. That's better. Um, however, he has had one of possibly the most terrific years ever. Obviously, we knew what happened uh, before the season. Uh, what happened before, what the, happened the, season? before the season? Uh, he lost a son. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so. Oh, I feel bad now. Oh. Well, yeah. So, like. But that's got to be playing on his mind. Well, yeah. So, the, like, we obviously can't ever forget that, that that's, a, that's a thing that happened. Um, so, you've got that. You've got the situation at, um, obviously, United not going well. Yeah. Uh, it was all leading up to the World Cup. Then he gets into the World Cup. Uh, those issues start affecting him as well. In terms of Jack, every, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if you lose a son, mm. mate, that would rattle you. Oh. As oh. as parents, Without right? A doubt. That this now explains what's going on. We didn't know that. Mm. That's incredible. The fact that he's even at the World Cup. I mean, it, it doesn't excuse his petulant behaviour. No, that's always been there. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But it is definitely a thing of a, a maybe the perception of himself compared to where the team is at. I mean, they were basically yeah. saying, looking where Portugal is at at the moment, Portugal seems to be that they don't need him to do well. And that's fair. Whereas Argentina, they're still relying on Messi to to, yep. to pull them out. And okay. he, he does. Um, Never won a World Cup either. No. Have they? Oh. Portugal. Yeah. Portugal should roll Morocco. Or then we don't know. Morocco has been the giant killers, haven't they, this World Cup campaign? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, Eddie Jones has officially been sacked uh, less than nine months from the World Cup. Big mistake, England. Is this another case of a coach fired for being too intense? I tell well, you they've what, lost six games this year. Yeah. Which is unheard of. The players survived, though, Scott. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it all happens in all sports. Um, if I was the Wallabies now, I'd be calling him and saying, listen, mate, just come and join the co- coaching squad. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a that makes sense leading into a World Cup. It just You just know that. There might be a clash of... But Dave Rennie's the boss. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, on paper he's the boss. But there would be a fair amount of intimidation there as well from Dave Rennie with a you know, a famous Australian coach who everyone loves and what what he did for the Wallabies. Okay. So, yeah. So, well, I mean, it, it makes sense. But Dave Rennie's days would be numbered if well, Eddie Jones was there. Doesn't this tell you what sort of guy um, Graham Arnold is, that he had Gus Hindick? Hindick. Gus Hindick. Yeah, come back. And help with the preparations for the World Cup. He was no doubt one of the most favoured coaches we've had of the Socceroos, and that tells you what a great man Graham Arnold is, and how how confident he feels in his position. Yeah, but there's also a bit of marketing behind that as well. Okay, Jack. It, it was, geez, it was, it's negative, Jack. Today, no, isn't I'm just it? saying it was the hundred year anniversary of uh, the Socceroos' yep. uh, first game, and because he was back, and he was in the back. Yeah, I mean, it's very nice and it's great. But um, all right, on. Jack. There no was worries. a also a read recently that American football, uh, sorry, American rugby, is willing to throw a lot of money at Eddie Jones mm. to continue rebuilding, well, not rebuilding, go. building their game in the US. Well, we need him to come here and rebuild ours. Thank you. That's a, an update. Thanks, uh, Positive Jack. Uh, the seven-seat Kia Sorento large SUV. Jack, you look great today. Oh, no, I don't. Imagine. Say something positive before we go to the break. Oh, I'm delighted for Morocco. I think it's one of the most the best things that we've seen out of the World Cup. Anything non-soccer related? Uh, yeah, I had a really nice uh, pasta dish for You've lunch You've gone today. off the lasagna. Did you great. make it or no. you bought it? No, no. Bought so it. who's Kentucky Fried is in the... In the Dunno. Who do you think, mate? Anyway, let's that go to a break. Uh, it was Beck. This is Sports yeah, Day. That wouldn't be happening.
the seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be someone's got to be accountable for this. Yeah, certainly do. Uh, this is where we throw up some ridiculous stories. And yeah, just from around the planet. I don't. I lost my um, train of thought. <laughs> yeah, I lost my train of thought there. I can't even remember what I lost. Radio Satchi, kick it off. I've got a couple here. Okay, first one is not sport related, so I'll throw that one up. Uh, Uber has been fined twenty one million dollars by the federal court, admitting it misled, admitting it misled customers about fare estimates and trip cancellations. Come on, that's ridiculous. It's going to be a matter of time, wasn't it? Mm. Right? Everything. You know, you know what annoys me sometimes about Uber is that when obviously it's going to be busy, there's an event that's going to be busy or whatever it may be, they said it's a, whatever they call it, there's there's a lack of drivers around, so that's why the prices are going to be up. Mm. But they work around the, the major events. Just be honest with us. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Uber at all. Aren't you? Uh, I've moved away from it, mate. Mm. You know when you when you normally when you go to get a fare that's not normally worth twenty bucks and it's ninety dollars. Mm. That's yeah, nah, not for me. Yep. What else you got? So Nathan Lyon is set to become Adelaide Oval's most successful bowler in one hundred and forty years of Test cricket. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so he's been a great bowler, but he's tied with Shane Warne on fifty six wickets at the famous ground, and obviously if he gets another wicket, he has the record of his own. Against West Indies. So more wickets at the Adelaide Oval than the greatest or the second greatest bowler of all time, Shane Warne. Because based on numbers, Muller Ritherin has got more. Mm. But I think Warne had more of an effect on world cricket, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. Is mm. it is Nathan Lyon one of the luckiest bowlers in Australian history? I'll or is he it. one of the most underrated bowlers in Australian yeah, history? Perhaps. Mm. I think because Tim May was the luckiest. He was bowling in tandem with Warney. Wasn't he? But then some say Warney was lucky because he got the bowl at the other end of Glen McGrath. Mm, yeah. So but we've listened to our good mate Heels, and Heels says he wasn't that hard to read, Warney. And people go, "What?" He goes, "No, his greatest skill was he hit the same mark every time, mm. and the batter had to have the patience and the resilience to to fight through it." But that's why he's so great. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a massive achievement it from is. Nathan well done. Lyon. Well done, Nathan Lyon. Hey, I've got one for you. Uh, my wife and kids wrapping up items that I'm purchasing that I need to use right now, wrapping them up and putting them under the Christmas tree. What? Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bit of that what? as well. I've been ordering stuff and I've gone, it says it's been delivered. Like, and, and oh, like, so you're ordering the stuff. Yeah, so I bought a new it, phone, thinking, right? Thinking that they bought it. Well, no, they just go, we'll just give that because they haven't got me anything. They'll give that to me for Christmas. Will you buy something for Anita, your wife, that she no. knows nothing about, or will no. you ask her? She's already bought her stuff. She's she's bought her Christmas present from yeah. you. That's see. See, I offer. Okay, that's shallow. Well, no, it's not from I, you. I'll tell you what. Sh- I'll tell you what's disrespectful. What was we were at J- JB the other day, and we had three hundred left on a gift card. How good's JB Hi-Fi? Yeah, it's good. if you can find stuff, yes, it's really good. It's a bit like they're like the Bunnings of the Wi-Fi world, or what is it? 
you know, oh, it doesn't Electronic matter. Electronic world. I'm, I'm having a bad one today. Anyway, there was 300 bucks left. I said, well, why don't we get you a new vacuum cleaner? Because she's always complaining. That's sexist. <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous. That's not like buying your wife an iron. That's an idea. No, it's not sexist because she's complaining about the one we've got. And I was like, well, why don't we spend that 300 mm-hmm. and get you a new vacuum cleaner and I'll wrap it up for Christmas? What is wrong with that? <laughs> See, the inference that you need to buy something that is, like, needs hard work attached to it. Oh, it's got to be done, doesn't it? It has to be done by... Yeah, but to be buying her a a vacuum cleaner infers that she's got to do it. No, it doesn't. It does. She's the one who whinged about it. So you you should be buying it for both of you and your evil twins. What? What do you mean I've got a vacuum? Oh, wow. Okay, how often do you vacuum? Uh, actually, at least once a week. Come on, that's ridiculous. At least once a week. Cool. I do. Well, Bex I'm the actually very OCD, you know. Bex the breadwinner. So, she does, she I'm not money. surprised. Yeah, you're right. Rightio, if you got it, that's ridiculous. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For New Farm, Australian through and through forecast. Uh, if you're listening in Longreach, home of Qantas. And also Heather Ballinger. Yes. Former Australian and Brisbane Broncos NRLW player. Yes. Hmm. For LGs, the radio station, their top today was 44 degrees. What? But there's a southerly coming through. That's ridiculous. Tomorrow, 42. Oh, Jesus. Wow. 25 at night. That's... Okay, that's nude, isn't it? That's nude. Yeah. No top sheet. No. You're just just spread out. Yeah. 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 Fan on three. Yeah. Window open or like curtains open or curtains closed? Because you you get that early sunrise. Mm, Curtains closed. That's right. But then you don't get all the air from outside. And then of course you're susceptible. (laughs) I'm so tired today. Subset. What is it? Susceptible. Yeah. That. To peeping toms. Yeah. So close your curtains. If you're in Longreach. I don't think there'd be any to peeping toms in Longreach. <laughs> you know, to what? <laughs> It'd be like, oh, 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 concrete's hot. Uh, New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. I think I need an early night tonight. I really do. So we're Bu- down to the final late already. Yeah, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. So, you, we, so we're up to the quarters, aren't we? Yeah. All mm. done. Saturday morning. So what have we got? 1 a.m., Croatia versus Brazil. So we're going to pick our winners based on what food you would like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Croatia versus Brazil. Nuts. I'm going Brazil. Brazilian barbecue. Yep. Netherlands versus Argentina. Argentina, big meat company. Big meat uh, company. Big meat country. <laughs> That's not a nice thing to be known as. Mm. Netherlands, what do they make? Clogs. Shoes, don't they? What yeah. are the Netherlands? What, what's their food? I don't know. Deer or something? I don't know. What are they? Jack, what do they eat in the Netherlands? Food. Don't they smoke stuff? Is Where's Amsterdam? Or if, if smoking other things in Amsterdam. Right, okay. Um, Hollandaise got, sauce. Oh, I love that. On You get that on a prawn and beef pizza. Beautiful. Yep. Uh, Argentina. Argentina? Yeah. Uh, okay, the next one after that is uh, Portugal versus Morocco. 
Portuguese so, chicken. Yeah. And Moroccan Morocco's, lamb. Moroccan lamb. I'm going to go Portuguese chicken. Okay. And France versus England. Don't like French food. England's fish and chips. Is it the baguette taking on uh, uh, some soggy chips? It's French dip <laughs> taking on. I'm not on going there. French dip uh, taking on. A cup of tea. Yep. I'm going the French. Or a Guinness pie. Yeah. A I'm, warm beer versus a fine red. I'm going. I'm going. No, I'm going the fine red. Yeah, mate, France. Yeah, France. Mate, my croissant mm. over there. What's a piece of. What's a. Like a crap old cake or something? England food is terrible, mate. English food is shocking. Mm. The French have got this. And they're nicer people, too, the French. So God, Brazil, they, Argentina, yeah. Portugal, France. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about the Moroccan lamb. I do like Moroccan lamb, too. Alrighty, there's our predictions for the semi-finals of no, not the semi-finals, the quarter-finals, I should say, of the FIFA World Cup. That's it. That's we are done. Thanks to uh, I was just reading Sun something Corp. here. You threw an engineer who developed the air conditioning for Qatar, Qatar's World Cup stadiums says there's a cooling system for an Olympic marathon is possible. No, they're not. If they get the Olympics after getting the World Cup, no, no. I want to know how you can. Do a cooling system for an Olympic marathon. You wear a hat with one of those little fans on the top. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's gotcha. how you do it. Okay. Mate. Make sure you've got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today. Going home. See Going ya. to bed. Go to sleep. Have a great. What's for dinner you tonight, by the way? Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! I've got honey Mom, soy chicken. the meatloaf! Oh, nice. Honey soy chicken. We've got salad. Boring. Mm. Maybe a chop with it. I don't, I don't know. We'll be back tomorrow night. See, See ya. ya. Good day! Bye.